Hey everybody, I hope everybody's staying safe, staying healthy, keeping their hands clean and their hearts open and their minds clear, as our mayor so eloquently put it. So being the nurturer that I am, I've been trying to think of ways that I can help my own community and help people within my sphere of influence. So I know that if you're a close friend or acquaintance of mine, I've probably already reached out to you by sending you a text or a message or giving you a phone call because I'm trying to make sure nobody is feeling socially isolated, even though we are all physically isolated right now because of COVID. And it's really breaking my heart hearing about all of the small businesses around the world, around the entire globe that are having to shut their doors, shut down all of the people that are having to be laid off because businesses are having to downsize or close down. It's heartbreaking. So I've been trying to think of a solution in my mind and even though I'm not super famous or uh, far-reaching by any means, I do feel like maybe I was inspired to start this podcast way back in January, I think is when I started it, without even knowing that our world would be devastated by this virus and we would all be stuck in our homes uh, with not much to do. So... I'm grateful that I've been able to be a bit of an influence and hopefully ease some boredom. I know that I'm a huge fan of podcasts. I've been listening to more lately than I usually do because I just have so much extra time on my hands. So while I'm um, kind of piddling around the house I'll listen to a podcast while I do the dishes or fold the laundry or do my girl's hair or do her nails or whatever right so thanks to all the other podcasters out there and maybe in the coming weeks I will contact some of you and maybe we can get some other podcasters on my podcast or we can swap or something because we are all stuck inside So hopefully podcasts will become more of a thing in other homes that haven't experienced them yet because it's just one more way to keep your mind clear and in a good place and positive and focused on things other than the fear that is rampant right now in the hearts of so many of us. Um, And there's an acronym I once heard, and I don't know who coined it, so I can't give any credit, but uh, an acronym for fear is face everything and rise. So um, I encourage everybody to face everything and rise. So in light of all of this fear going on, especially in the minds of so many local business owners, I decided that one way that I can help and that I can give back is I can offer them Um, a spot on my podcast, whether I do an ad for free for them or I have them on um, to interview them to give a little bit more awareness and exposure for what they can offer you at this time. So with that said, I am going to um, get some other people on the line. So 
Stay tuned. Just one sec. Hey, Jen. Hi, Teddy. How you doing? Good. This is my first time figuring out Anchor, so. Well, congratulations. We figured it out pretty well. I think we did good. Yeah. Awesome. So I have Jen here with me today. We have known each other since high school, and she's one of the few friends that I still keep in contact with, and I think that that's pretty special. And I know her family, uh, she was raising her family in or she married her husband and they were living in Calgary and as they started having children they kind of decided they wanted to move out somewhere a little less busy to raise their children so Jen actually recently started a business of her own and it is called Our Footprints Company and it's kind of a zero waste sustainable Uh, company and I'm probably butchering everything that she would say about it so I'm just gonna turn the time over to her and I want her to tell me how she got involved in it welcome to the podcast by the way thanks Teddy no you didn't butcher it at all other than the fact that I I try and steer clear of the term zero waste although a lot of the initiatives are leaning towards zero waste I feel like it's a very um, unattainable initiative is to be zero waste. And so I try and say that it's eco-friendly and waste minimizing and um, stick to the safe terms. It's really the way of the world. It's the way that we should all be going. So I commend you for that. I think it's amazing what you're doing. Well, thank you. It's, um, I think we're at the turning point where people are starting to realize that what we've been doing for the last, I don't know, 50 years just isn't sustainable. And, you know, I'm getting a lot of buy-in and you might be surprised at the demographics that I am getting buy-in from. Who is it? So it's the young ones the millennials are all about it and you know they're going to school and they're getting educated on um you know current events and then the other ones who are think that it's second nature are the ones who are my grandparents age wow and the reason being is because that the way of the world there used to be the milkman and you'd set your bottles out and you'd refill them and like this whole single use uh, packaging was no and right then came our parents generation and the uh, plastic was invented um, single use packaging became all of convenient our- yeah, right it, it is convenient, convenient but- and all of us probably in our age group probably became a little bit entitled to that Well, absolutely. I'm actually sitting here right now and looking around at at things that are surrounding me currently, and it's a ton of plastic. Yeah. And so I... The way of today. In the position that I have started this company from the position of perfection or all or nothing mentality, I myself is this by taking and then the next, and then some would ask me hey what are you doing and why and as that evolved I just thought oh well you know I could do this for a living and 
I want to take the approach that I started with, which was really, really slow. And that's why my company, um, the marketing that I have done is I've done a simple swap series thing a day swap out and you don't have to take it day by day, but I release one tip per day of something that you can swap out that is of really no consequence or imposition to your life. I love that. So would you still say that it's like a tiny bit more work, but way more worth it for the environment in the long run? You know, there are initiatives that you can do that are a ton of work. Um, There's a lady named Bay Johnson and she has a family and they have only one mason jar of waste per year now something like that I'm telling you is is all consuming but doing something like switching from a shampoo bottle to a shampoo bar you do a swap like that and you realize it's actually easier Um, yeah it replaces two to three bottles of shampoo and so you're not having to go out and buy it you're not having to then take your container and go wash it out put it in the recycling or as some people do just throw their dirty bottle in the garbage but so a swap like that is um it's actually easier and then if you go on a trip you throw it in your bag and it doesn't weigh anything and you have no risk of spilling so swaps like that are the ones that I encourage because it starts to pique your interest and it's really no imposition I kind of agree with you and I feel like if anything, it's a swap in mindset. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I would. And then you do you do one change like that and it almost becomes contagious because you're like, man, I was throwing out a plastic shampoo and conditioner bottle every month. And if I'm doing that, that's 12 a year. And if 100 people are doing that and then it just exponentially grows and it's kind of hard for it not to be contagious in your mind thinking, well, if I change this one thing and then I change the next, and if we all do that, and, you know, this whole coronavirus thing is very unfortunate for the world in many ways, including small business. But the one positive outcome has been the environment. We're all driving a lot less. Factories are shutting down. And the one outcome is that it proves that small changes in the mass collective make huge differences and so I'm hoping that at the end of all of this when we're, we come out the other side that that's the one takeaway is that we can all make small changes and together it does make a huge difference. I'm so glad you mentioned that Jen because I'm really big on trying to see the silver lining or the positive amidst all of this corona stuff and I agree. Like I've seen so many different articles, whether they're true or not. But I I do believe, especially that China had to shut down and all of that pollution in their air has really settled down because of it. Like I feel like it was a bit of a an opportunity to let our earth have a big deep breath and reset itself. Yeah, I really appreciate that you brought that up. You're right. It's, I think it's a reset for a lot of things, right? It's a reset for family. It's a reset for the economy. It's a reset for the environment. And hopefully it's a time for us to just all reassess. And I'll tell you, it's not been, I've been working on this project for um, a year. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about how you got involved in it. Well, that's a long story that I'll try and make short, but um, my personal... We got all the time in the world. You do you. <laughs> okay. 
So um, about 10 years ago, I got really sick and I have no idea what caused it or what happened, but I was just breaking out in all of these hives all over my body, all over my face, all the way down to my toes. And they were um, huge welts. They were painful. And um, it was happening multiple times a day, every day. And it became very difficult to even work as I was in HR and I'd be conducting interviews and these massive welts would pop up on my face. It, it became very distracting for both myself and the person I was interviewing. And so I just knew something had to change. I went and saw every doctor, every specialist. Nobody could figure out what was causing it. And uh, they had me on 16 supplements a day and all of these crazy diets. And I went weeks for eating <laughs> nothing other than squash. And I was like, okay, I want to, I want to find oh my a goodness. plan C here. Yeah. So um, after going through nine months of that, them putting me on steroids and I had all this horrible weight gain as a side effect, but this is the symptoms persisted. And so I decided to, um, clean out all of the chemicals in my home. I, I took very drastic measures because my life was very drastic at the time. So I stopped wearing makeup. I stopped wearing deodorant. I stopped cleaning with cleaner in my house and, um, started making all of my own products. And you know what, that's kind of commonplace right now, but I'll tell you 10 years ago, it wasn't, I was like the butt of a lot of jokes and, um, you know, what's funny. I actually remember (laughs) when you were making your own Cleaner. cleaner products before it was a thing. I totally remember that. Yeah. And guess what, Teddy? I had a refill program on that. So really, um, I did. And so, you know what I did? I made it and I would deliver it all the way down south from north of Calgary. I was making no money on it. If anything, it was costing me money. But I felt so strongly that I wanted people to start making changes and getting pine salt and Lysol and all those sort of things out of their home. And so that kind of started it. And sure enough, I got better. And I've not had an episode since. So um, I felt better. I, I got to stop taking all of my meds. And so so this is something that you're really passionate about, because it's well, made such sure. a huge difference in your life. Yeah. And you, I know so many people that have conditions that break my heart because they are life altering conditions like infertility, um, psoriasis and eczema and asthma and all of the other conditions that I believe may not be solely, but can definitely be attributed to the uses of fragrance and a lot of these unnecessary chemicals that we started using in our environment and on our body. So the rule of thumb for me became if I can't put it in my mouth, then I don't put it in my body or in my home. I love and that. That became what I did. And within a short period of time, I was better. So that kind of kicked everything off for me. You're right. I started making my own cleaners and providing it to all of my friends and family. And then um, it that kind of spiraled into people constantly asking me, well, what about this? And what about this? And also making fun of me, calling me the witch doctor and all this because if people were over and I'd say, oh, let me whip something up, you know, and I'd be pulling out raw shea butters and cocoa butters and all of these things. So 
anyways, um, that started it. And then down the rabbit hole, I went and um, started learning a lot more about the environment. I changed my diet by going vegetarian. And um, then I started my family. And I had three children in three years, which is crazy. Which is amazing. <laughs> Super mom. Yeah. It is crazy. So um, I had worked really hard on my career, though, and then never knew that that would be something I wouldn't be able to return to because my middle son is special needs and he has um, a very rare genetic condition that is still yet to be fully explored and diagnosed. And so it's taken away my ability to earn an income or go back to my career. And so I had to start getting creative and thinking about how I can do that. And so I tried various things over the last five years and all of which have, have not worked out either due to circumstance or they've just required too much capital. And so this came to me, I was thinking, I'm always doing this anyways. Why, why don't I pursue this? So it's a huge leap of faith because I live in Kamloops, British Columbia, and um, it's it's a bit less of a progressive city here than, say, um, somewhere on the island or Vancouver. And so I'm really hoping that I get a lot of buy-in, but who knows? It's a huge leap of faith. I've invested a lot of time, a lot of money into this, and it's because it's something I believe in. And I hope that we're just on the precipice of everyone shifting their mindset and change. So well, hopefully I'm, just, I'm, I'm hoping that this exposure will get you some more online sales. Cause I love hearing that you're willing to ship even to us Calgarians or wherever uh, people have the same passion as you. Um, we can, we can look at your website and we can check out all of the amazing things and guys, she has some amazing stuff. So, okay. Tell me, what one of your most popular products are, or one of the ones you're always selling out of is? Um, okay, so I had already mentioned shampoo bars, yeah. and that is definitely one of the biggest sellers. And one of the things that people don't find any imposition to their life to change, but actually have said that they prefer it. So that's one swap that people have been doing and has been one of the biggest sales and unwrapped life is probably one of the most popular brands out there. It's actually shipped out of Calgary, but it's manufactured in the United States. So, okay. Um, not nice. ideal because, you know, not for you. No. Well, I do. I have to go sometimes worldwide for a product, especially bamboo products. So, um, which I'm a huge advocate of, of bamboo. It's a great renewable and sustainable resource. So, but it's not something that is manufactured here in Canada. So. Well, and I have noticed on your website, like your prices are very, very good. They're very comparable. They're very competitive. So in a sense, you're more doing this out of passion than possibly even gaining any profit from it, from what I've seen anyways, which I, I think is really honest of you. And it shows how much integrity and love you have in your heart about this. Yeah, thank you for saying that because I did spend um, months spending all night awake doing research and I don't want to give any reason not to shop with me. And, you know, there are the people out there who go to 
Amazon for most of their purchases. And so all of my prices are the same or less than you could go directly to, say, Unwrapped Life. Yes, um, I agree. Or Amazon. So I challenge you if to find a price that's cheaper. And if it is, let me know. But I've really done my best to try and keep my prices um, the same or less than anywhere else. And like you said, it, it isn't great for business, but it, I don't want anyone to have a reason that's like, oh, I'd really like to make that change, but it's not affordable. Exactly. Okay. So, tell us how we can find you. So on Facebook and Instagram, my handle is our footprints co. So and O-U-R. Yes. Footprints co. Yep. Okay. Footprints with an S co. And then my website is www.rfootprints.shop. Perfect. So um, inventory is arriving daily and I do my best to sort through it and then try and get it uploaded. But that's kind of fun if you're following along with me right now. You can see things as they arrive. And yeah, I know. I was about to put an order in and Jen's like, no, don't do it yet. I just got all this inventory and she sends me a picture of all these boxes in her living room she's like just wait we've got so many more things that I'm gonna upload onto the website just hold your horses I'm like okay fine I'll try <laughs> yeah seriously so much stuff um, arrived yesterday and so it actually is gonna take me quite a bit of time to get that up but um, you know basically what I was saying about unwrapped life is that's a really popular shampoo bar but it's from the states and so I have tried to source local as much as possible. And there's a company called Bottle Nun, which is from these two amazing girls out of Kelowna. And um, that is probably our bestseller. And I like to... Bottle like Nun? Bottle Nun shampoo bars. Yeah, they are, okay. they're taking over the market anyways, but it's good to give a shout out to them because um, I love to support local as much as I can, especially any Canadians. And um, I won't get into it, but the ingredients are even far superior. It's great to eliminate fragrance out of your all of the products that you're using. So that would be a swap I would love to recommend. And then I would say our second bestseller are the True Earth Laundry Strips. And those are um, super convenient for so many people. They... Um, they're just a tiny little strip that you toss into your laundry and it takes, you know, the stats vary, but they're daunting nevertheless is they say that there's 700 million laundry jugs in North America alone annually being. Wow. So um, I know something that interested me is your, your, um, I don't want to call them bounce sheets cause I'm throwing out a brand name. What do mm -hmm. you call them? Anti-static. <laughs> yeah sure. eco-friendly non-toxic sheets that you use yeah a hundred percent those are called pure eco sheets and I have been using those for again when I got sick that was one of the the shifts that I made just because doing the research on laundry dryer sheets is it's crazy they it is I've I heard just, how crazy it is yeah they're chemical laden and um because we know, use again, those those wool balls, but I find sometimes they don't, they're not enough for our huge loads of laundry with our four family members. Yeah, I agree. So my tip around that is wool dryer balls are, they're okay, but their purpose is a little bit more for reducing drying time than it is static. Okay, that makes sense. 
Yeah. So I use dryer balls, but I also use the pure eco sheets. And okay. I basically just keep a little basket on the top of my dryer. And as I pull out my load, as I find my balls, I throw them in the basket. As I find my pure eco sheets, I throw those in the basket, take out my load. And then when I swap my next load, I just dump that basket in. And there's a okay. few pure eco sheets, a few dryer balls in. And so that's just something to keep it easy. And yeah, they are good for, well, they say up to 500 washes, so they should last you a couple years, but I've used mine. Because they're reusable. Yep. These eco sheets she's talking about are reusable. Like how amazing is that, guys? That's awesome. Yeah, they are. And then the other thing is everyone likes their laundry to smell great. So in that basket, I just keep a couple essential oils. And before I toss my load in, I throw a few drops on the pure eco sheet throw it in the dryer and I also don't have a body full of hives anymore I love that I love that do you have a particular brand you don't have to answer that question do you have a particular brand of essential oils that you prefer um I don't okay um that's something that can get pretty costly and it if I could urge anyone to make a change in their life, which has nothing to do with my business, it's to get rid of synthetic fragrance. Yeah. So no, I'm with you. You know, we yeah. we are big fans of essential oils, but I I have lots of different brands in my house. I have two that are my favorites, but I have a lot of them, and it just depends on what the use is or what the function is on which ones I will use. Like you say, exactly. some of them I'll ingest, where some of them I wouldn't. So anyways, I just thought I'd ask just out of curiosity, maybe that'll be another podcast episode. I'll, I'll interview somebody else that specializes in essential oils or something like that. But I really appreciate you taking this time to chat with me. And I really hope that that this gets you a little bit more exposure. Please feel free to share this episode on all of your social media accounts or whatever. And I will do the same. And uh, yeah, I I wish you all the best, Jen. Like I really, truly from the bottom of my heart, hope that this um, gets really big for you. I love your passion and I love what you're all about. And I think that more people, especially as we're all in self-isolation because of this COVID virus, um, take a moment to reflect and reassess what our priorities are and what our values should be. So yeah, I, I sense good things coming to your future. Yeah, thank you so much, Teddy. That's really nice. And I bet you if if things were to get really bad and our waste services like our our recycling and garbage collection gets shut down, we'll start thinking about how much we output a whole lot more. Absolutely. I think you're totally right. All right, Jen. Well, I love you to pieces. I wish I saw more of you, but you're one of those friends I can talk with. And I feel like it was just yesterday that I saw you. So yeah, hopefully you, when Penny. we're I able really to travel it. again, we'll come by and visit. <laughs> okay, sounds great. I know you guys love traveling to BC, so. Sounds good, Jen. Have a great day and yeah, until next time. Okay, bye, bye Ted. <laughs>